What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Galaxy Couch Podcast, the podcast where we are watching through all of Lost. I'm Bran. I'm Daniel. And we are here to talk to you about the 11th episode in the first season. All the best cowboys have daddy issues. By Panic at the Disco. Or Fallout Boy. <laughs> or Fallout Boy. Um, that's a, that is a mouthful of a title. Um, and I don't know why this is titled that way. Who's the cowboy? Is Jack supposed to be the cowboy? I guess. He's like the sheriff of the island. But Sawyer so made Kate sheriff. Yeah, so technically he's... What constitutes being a cowboy? All the best doctors have cow- daddy issues. All the best doctors have cowboy issues. <laughs> so this is this is an interesting episode. This is kind of ratchets up the intensity of the mystery. Another Jack backstory. Another Jack Still backstory. Still no Hurley. Still no Boone and Shannon. Um, yeah. We haven't gotten Rose's backstory. We haven't. Rose has been gone for a minute. Yeah, she has been. We we don't know where she is. She's still waiting for her husband on the beach. Unless she's gone inland, but I feel like someone would mention if she's gone inland. <laughs> hey, um, Rose ran away. Um, we haven't gotten Walt's backstory. Um, or Michael. We get a little bit of that in this episode, just yeah. just through exposition. Yeah. Uh, or Michael, you're right. Um, so yeah, there's, Vincent. There's still <laughs> the backstory of Vincent. Where was this pup from? Um, so yeah, if we get another Jack-centric episode. Jack story. Um, this starts right where it picks up with Jack saying, or Sawyer, sorry, Sawyer saying, not Sawyer, Saeed. Saeed. Wow. <laughs> we got Sa- there. With Saeed saying, we're not alone. And then we cut to Ethan finding Claire and Charlie. And the scene kind of plays out just a little bit more, but then you can allude, oh no. He's taken them somehow. Them. And yeah, they have Hurley still chiming in like, no, there's someone that wasn't on the, or like on the manifest. And that's when Jack starts freaking out. He's like, who was it? And everyone starts asking like, where's Ethan? Who's Ethan? So where like, is Ethan? Ethan? She's like, oh, he was gathering firewood when I saw him. He was out in the woods. Torture sticks. Torture sticks. Um, and at this point, I want to point out that uh, uh, Michael Giacchino, uh, who is the composer for the show... Yeah. His score is top-notch in yes. these, like, really intense scenes. Yes. Um, so good. Um, Jack just kind of takes off mm-hmm. on his own little hunting party, and John is like, gotta go after that kid. Uh, yeah, J- J- uh, Jack and Locke go in, they, they try to find uh, where they were, and then is this where they find one of... Um, I think that's after Kate and Boone join. Oh, okay. So this is when uh, Locke like kind of surveys the land. He's like, "Yeah, there's three sets of footsteps." And there's like a drag. Yeah, it looks like someone got dragged, and then Jack starts like shouting, "Like, uh, Claire, Claire!" Uh, and for Charlie. And, and for Charlie, uh, and then Locke kind of shushes him, like, oh, "Hey, no. silence is going to be our approach in this." Mm-hmm. We don't want him to know that we're on to him. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I think. Ethan can probably already assume, yeah, they're going to eventually know that two people are missing and they're going to send a search party. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, this is when they've deduced that they've been taken, so Locke... Goes uh, back to camp to set up a search party. mm -hmm. And this is when uh, Boone wants to join. Mm -hmm. So Boone's like, I want to go. And then Shannon's like, don't, you're, it's too dangerous for you. Do not leave me. Yeah, you're, you're not skilled in anything. Um, Boone wants to prove that he's useful. Yeah, which, I mean, if I'm just sitting around in the caves all day, I'm probably going to be the same way. I'm going to be like, no, I want to help. 
I haven't been able to really help much other than like gathering resources. What can I do? So Boone's allowed to join. Then Michael tries to join. And John's like, mm, got enough. Well, I think he wants to keep the, the search party minimal. Yeah, but Michael still takes it as an offense. Yeah, as a personal insult. So he's like, oh. Uh, I just might start my own search party. He's like, John's like, good idea. <laughs> he's like, we're heading north. Why don't you head south? And Michael's like, yeah, maybe I will. I will head south. Gotta cover everywhere. And then Walt's like, can I come? And he's like, no. No, you're you're not supposed to do anything. You're supposed to stay in a bubble, hidden the from the island bubble. Yeah, the island bubble. Um, just stay with Hurley. Like you'll be you'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Which at this point they do have a good time together. Yeah, they do. But at the same time, it's like I feel so bad for Wald. He wants to. He just wants to be with his like dad, and then something. He's like, my dad doesn't know me. My dad doesn't want to be around me. <laughs> and. Uh, Mr. Locke is nice, and Mr. Locke seems to be a good mentor, so he's like, I want to be with Mr. Locke. And then Mike's like, oh, I, don't I don't want you around him. I don't trust him. I don't like him. So that means you're not supposed to like him either. It's like, okay, I didn't know that this was an association thing, but cool. You like who dad like. <laughs> um, uh, this is when Locke kind of just starts surveying the ground a little bit more. He goes, how can someone drag off two people? Uh, and Including a pregnant woman. Why can someone... Drag off the how and why. Yeah, Jack says... Um, how could he? How could he do this? And then John's like, the more important question is, why? Why? He's like, I don't know, that seems pretty important. I feel like the, the how and where is more important than the why. The why is one of those ones, it's like, we'll put a pin in it, we'll figure that one out why later. Why is that more important? important. <laughs> Probably uh, wants to pin down a motive, I don't know. Like, But how does he have the superhuman strength? That's true. Because he wasn't on the manifest, so clearly he's a mutant. I'm a mutant. This is when we get our first flashback. Jack is in surgery. They are losing the patient. The patient is flatlining, and he's trying to resuscitate them. And his dad is standing near the door. He's like, call Call it, it, Jack. And he's like, no, you call it. After several attempts to resuscitate Mm -hmm. them with CPR... Um, and shock. And shock. Oh, that's right. They do do shock therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, shock therapy. Not, not shock therapy. <laughs> the paddles. Uh, the, yeah, the paddles. Uh, where they go clear. We're clear. Go. Um, <clears throat> so Jack's kind of pissed off because he lost his patience. And there's a lot more to it, you can tell, because he's... He just kind of storms out. Like, as a surgeon, he mentions before about how, like, oh, you, you lose patience. You just kind of tend to... Get used to it. It's hard, It's but it's part of the job. Mm-hmm. But this definitely feels... Seemed to hit him. Yeah, something that hit him a little bit more personal. Um, and that's when, yeah, he storms off, and that's the end of that flashback. Um, yeah, Locke gathers up the search party. Walt wants to help. Mike says no. Uh, he gets told off to go south. Uh, so Mike's like, yeah, maybe I will. And then... Our search party of Locke, Jack, Kate, and Boone start heading north, trying to find the trail. I knew it was making I should get out of bed. <laughs> um, so. Oh, that's also when um, they're talking about Ethan and a little more, and John's like, "I didn't sense anything weird about him. really." Yeah, Locke kind really? of feels a little that bit. Stare. Of, yeah, like look into his eyes, man. Just there's he, nothing there. He's hiding something. Ontario, Canada. Do you hear any Canadian in his accent? Because I didn't. Eh. <laughs> so Locke kind of feels this personal stake for 
oh, I'm responsible for not seeing anything wrong with him, therefore I have to be the one to help to bring those two back. Mm-hmm. And Jack says sort of something similar. Like, I want to help, or I need to find him too. Because of Claire. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I tried to I'm give... I'm the one that convinced her to leave. She was leaving because of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to give her sedatives. I should have just believed her that someone was stalking about the island, trying to get her with motives unknown. But it's important. (laughs) It's important. Motives. Um, So this is when they start leaving markers. Yes. They're ripping this red shirt into little sleeves of red bands so that they can tie them around trees to keep track of where they're going. Boone does a little monologue about red shirts from Star Trek. Yeah. Doesn't really... He doesn't. He says it like the pointy-ear guy and everything, but like he knows a lot about red shirts, and that's kind of like a big piece of the show, so it's like either you don't... I think he was trying to like um, get John to think of it. Oh, like, like oh, like, you, you know, know... Star Trek. With the pointy-ear guy and the captain and... And then John's like, that sounds like a piss-poor captain. <laughs> yeah. Like, all of his red shirt people dying, that's that's not a good captain, whatever, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're leaving the markers. Uh, this is <clears throat> when Jack says he feels bad. This is when they find Charlie's L. His bandage. His bandage. His knuckle bandage. <laughs> L, as in leave a trail, <laughs> is what I wrote down. <laughs> And this is a tactic used similarly by Dominic Monaghan in a different series. Which we got incorrect. We I got incorrect. We, well, I, you I believed me. I believed you. We thought he was Pippin. But he's not a fool of a He joke. is Mary. Um, and this is very similar to when they're leaving a trail, when they're being taken by the orcs. Drops his pin. So is Ethan an orc? Maybe? I guess we'll have to find <laughs> think out. he's a little too slight. A little too what? Skinny. Skinny, I suppose. Or and he probably doesn't like. Shoulders. He probably doesn't like eating maggoty bread. Or man flesh. <laughs> so they, yeah, they find the L. They start uh, heading towards the trail that is left by the L. But I guess that's the part where I'm kind of confused because do you just start searching around for footprints after you found the L? Like, well, he's tracking. So whatever trackers do, I'm not a hunter. Yeah. He's looking for like um, bent down blades of grass and like broken branches and stuff and this is when he starts noticing that the trail is branching off yes because he's like look there's footprints that are heading in this direction and this direction because they say it could have been charlie that left it or ethan trying to give us a fake trail mm-hmm. so they decide to split up because apparently kate's a tracker too yeah um and this is when john kind of takes that a little personally he's like when did you just when when did you ever think of telling I think he me? looks pleasantly surprised uh, a little bit but more so like uh when, they, when they're alone like you're just full of surprises aren't yeah you, oh that's true um, but then he, they get Jack to, takes it. Jack takes John it. John is. Yeah. John. Is proud. He's like, look at that. <laughs> My girl. <laughs> yes. Um, Jack's kind of like, what? Huh? <laughs> when the fuck am I going to find out the truth about you? So yeah, Boone and Locke go off together and Claire and Jack go off together. Um, cause Kate is the one that suggests that the trail is potentially a, a dummy trail. Yeah. Um, and then this is when we cut back to the beach and Walt is... Playing backgammon. No, that's later. Oh, spoilers! <laughs> Walt and uh, Sawyer are hanging out. Yes, he's catching him up. He's like, and then the pregnant lady went off with the guy, Ethan. <laughs> he's kind of like giving him a news report. Yeah, and he's like, who am I to be getting my news from a six-year-old? And I'm ten. He's like, whatever. 
Well, then it got to be true. Yeah, well, then it got to be true. Um, and then he uh, informs Saeed that, uh, or informs Sawyer of Saeed being back. And that's when you kind of like, we slowly zoom on on Sawyer's face. He's like, what did you say? My torturer has returned. <laughs> He's like, what? Um, like, well, how am I supposed to believe? Saeed? Mr. Saeed said we're not alone. He's like, what does that mean? Right, I don't know. I better go talk to him. Um, and we cut back to our hunting party. Um, this is when we see Locke and Boone together. And Boone is kind of like, what What do you do? In Mr. the real world? Yeah, in the real world. And... Well, what do you think? I'll let you guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he guesses like, uh, uh, either you're a... CIA. A taxidermist or a hitman? Yeah, a taxidermist or a hitman. I never wrote it down. And Locke was like, no, I am a regional collection supervisor for a box company. Boone's like, box company? I call shenanigans. Um, Locke's like, they sold boxes. <laughs> um, and then we cut to Kate and Jack, and this is when Jack kind of says, like, oh, you need to be more truthful with me, blah, 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 blah. There's so much I don't know about you. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's not her, for about two or three weeks. Yeah, this is not her responsibility to be like, okay, so here's my backstory. And here's the life and styles of Kate. Now you tell me about you, Mr. Jack. Let's talk about alcoholic daddy. So Kate's dad was an army ranger and they would go hiking together and hunting. So this is why she knows a little about tracking, tracking and following a trail and all sorts of stuff like that. So, yeah. This isn't a, some stupid secret that she's trying to keep from you. This is just a part of her childhood that maybe she doesn't need to be telling you about immediately. You just feel obligated to. Yeah, because he knows the one piece of information about her criminal past. She had a mugshot. She's a bad person. Yep, which kind of, it plays into the idea that, like, was it Jack earlier, a few episodes ago, that was trying to suggest, like, that the island is a clean slate? Yes. Um, you believe in that, Jack? And yeah, he kind of, he's, he says that, but at the same time, he doesn't really buy into it himself. Yeah, when they're talking about, like, um, they're sitting on the beach in, the, like, the third episode or something, second or third, talking about how, um, talking about, like, potentially knowing her past stuff, he's like, we all died three days ago. Yeah, so we can basically see this as a, bl we're all blank slates, mm -hmm. but he's more so like, no, 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 I want to know. If I was a doctor and I'm a great person and you have a mugshot. <laughs> but I, I want to know what the slate was like before we wiped it clean. <laughs> Earlier slate records. <laughs> just, just for, I, I feel like part of that comes out of the not knowing anyone else in the crash mm -hmm. and Ethan taking hostages. So it's like, okay, <laughs> things are a little hostile. Feeling maybe, like you don't really know anyone. <laughs> maybe I was wrong about this blank slate, blank slate thing, and maybe we do need to know people a little maybe bit. We should more. talk a little. Um, and yeah, Jack's having a little bit of trust issues, um, and then we find out why. <laughs> so we flash back to uh, Jack is talking to his dad in his dad's office, and his dad's put a some kind of form. yeah, like a statement to be made for uh, patient's death. Yeah, the, the cause of death and all that. Um, and he's like, "What'd you write?" Jack's like, "What'd you write?" He's like, "The truth," which is doubtful. Yep, and I actually wrote the quote down because I felt like it was very poignant. He says that it looks like you've fixed everything but the patient. Mm -hmm. And his dad's like, oh, I don't know what you mean about Keep that. Keep that attitude away from me. Um, and this is when Jack like lays it all on the line. He's like, I know you had 
lunch beers or you had drinks. Yeah, you had drinks while you're on lunch. Assuming not just beer. And then you call. You were they called were cool. into the OR, and you were shaking, and you couldn't actually hold a scalpel. A nurse called me because she was concerned about your state. Because he cut the heptic artery. I think yeah. it was what the, some artery. I think it was the heptic artery. Um, so that's when he that's got right. called in to. Uh, I think he was called in before the nurse was just like trying to find him. She's like, your dad is not in good condition. To perform surgery. Mm-hmm. And then before he even gets there, that's when the artery is cut. And then mm-hmm. Jack is basically like, get the fuck trying out of my way. It. So yeah, Jack does not want to sign this form, but then... And he says he's going to tell them. He's like, if you tell them, that's my license. He's like, I know. He's like, this is this isn't, this isn't is more than just my license. This is my life. Gives his dumb speech. Tell, tells him how like... He's all entitled to this job. How he was hard on him because... That's how you make soft metal tough. Which, I fucking hate that. Thank you for that. That's how you make soft metal into steel. So stupid. What the fuck? This is is just an example of tough love not working because all you do is hurt the person that you're trying to be tough on. And become an alcoholic. Um, there's, There's no reason for him to have done this. Uh, Jack's dad is the piece of shit that he is. There's no changing that. Um, but he emotionally manipulates Jack. Oh, 100%. 100%. And that's the part where I kind of hate him the most. Because, like, yes, he's a shitty person. People can be alcoholics and not shitty people. That Those two aren't... Mutually exclusive. Yeah, they're not mutually exclusive. But at the same time, his dad... He happens to be both. Yeah, he happens to be a jack-of-all-trades. A, a Jack's dad of all trades. <laughs> so, nuts to him. Um, we find out that his dad dies in Australia. Do we feel sympathy for him? No. Do we feel sympathy for Jack? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Still, still his, losing. Still his father. Yeah. But obviously he wanted to have it done with. Um, and then, against his better wishes, Jack reluctantly signs the... the He's like, there you go, Jackie boy. The statement. <laughs> Jackie boy. Um, and this is when we cut to, uh, well, s- and no, not yet. Still not yet. Sawyer goes and confronts Saeed and uh, you think that he's going to have this big old angry freak out, freak out on him. But instead, uh, Saeed just lays everything out, tells him about the French woman, tells him that there are other people on this island. I heard noises in the jungle. You heard what? Why am I telling you anything that you're not going to believe? And Sawyer's kind of like... Oh, no, he's like, do you have something say, to say to me, Sawyer? Or are you just, like, something? Or, or did you just come here to kill me or something like that? Get your, like, revenge. Yeah, your revenge. He's like, ah, I'm not really here for revenge. I just want to know some things. Okay, whatever you say. And then before he leaves, he does tell him that he kept the signal fire going for Saeed. So... Says that the tide has gotten really close to the plane, but he's kept it going as much as he can. Yeah, which... Might be an asshole, but good on you. Like an asshole that still wants to get rescued. Yep, that's. It's not an entirely selfless thing. It's it's really not, but it is nice to see that he's continuing the work of someone he doesn't really like, yeah. but he understands the greater good of why it's necessary. Yeah, of it being a necess- necessity. Necessity. Um. And this is when we cut to Hurley and Walt playing. Okay. <laughs> Back him in. And Walt has such good luck. He takes forever to roll, and Hurley is very impatient with him. He's like, come on, man, just just roll, just roll. I think he's also aggravated because Walt's doing so good. Yeah. 
that's that seems to be kind of a, a dual action uh which if you've ever played backgammon it's frustrating it is but it's so fun because he said that like you can't move it out or something so he apparently i think he had him like tabled or something whatever it is on the bar mm-hmm. and he's just going along filling his pieces in and check it out it's a good ass game it is, is a very good game five thousand year old game is it five? Oh, that's right. Locke says that. Yep. One of the oldest games. Um, Hurley walks away. Well, uh, it's like, wait, you owe me $20,000. He's like, you'll get your money. <laughs> I got things to do. Uh, but before that, this is when Walt says, starts talking about his dad. And oh, then yeah. He says, my dad did. He's, he's like, who, Mike? He's like, no, not my, not, not him, my, my other dad. Hurley just looks kind of thrown. He goes, not Mike. My dad, Brian. Yeah. Which... Why didn't he get to stay with his stepdad? I don't know. That's what part of why I feel like... Is that how things go? If you're divorced, get remarried, and then your biological kid goes to the biological parent? Well, did, did they ever specify what Walt is doing with Mike in the first place? His mom died. Oh, his mom died. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, that must have been the case. It, it, maybe Walt... Or maybe Mike had some piece in their uh, divorce agreement, their custody agreement, or something like that. If you that die, I get him. The, if either party dies, uh. that, like, the other party is liable and responsible for But it seems like he had nothing to do with Walt, so she had him automatically. Like, Mike were to die, oh well. Which, we haven't gotten there yet, but I'm kind of theorizing that maybe the reason that Walt was taken from Australia was his dad went there, was like... Pack your things. You're coming with me. Being like, no, I don't want to. We have gotten there. Have we gotten there? His mom died, and so he had to go pick up his son. But maybe there was. There, is he supposed to go he with? Was, yes, he was called to go get him. Okay. Because he can't stay with his stepdad, so he has to go with Mike. Okay. I guess so. Um, this is when not as fun and convoluted as you're trying to make it. Okay, that's <laughs> moving on. <laughs> This is when Boone, uh, yeah, we cut back to Locke and Boone, and Locke kind of tells him, like, oh, well, I told you about myself. What do you do in the real world, Boone? Uh, he runs a matrimony subsidiary of his mom's big <laughs> First, business. he just has a business. Like, what kind of business? Mm, my mom's. He's kind of embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, just not that cool. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's a huge industry. Mm-hmm. So... That's kind of something to be proud of. You're clearly a millionaire of some kind. And this is why Shannon and him seem very L.A. bougie. Yes. Uh, they've they've definitely gotten a taste of the good life. Dylan says he doesn't know who's taking care of it right now. Like I'm sure they can find someone temporarily. Oh, totally. That's what Locke says. Wait. I'm sure they can find someone to run it for a little while until uh, we get back. Oh, yeah. And he... Says, oh yeah, they, they, they probably have. That's not any of my concern right now. I don't know, he looks a little concerned. Yeah, I guess a little bit. You're um, making up lines. What? You're making up lines. I'm, I'm trying to remember it. It's been a couple of days. we got to record like immediately after. He didn't say anything. He was upset about his company. So, um... Threw you off your game. You did throw me off my game. Damn. <laughs> Completely derailed me. <laughs> Uh, this is when we get the rain. Yeah, Boone. He says that he should he tells Boone that he should head back, 
um, because it's about to get really hard to track. It's about going to rain in a minute. And Boone's like, a minute? Give or take a few seconds. <laughs> but Boone's like, insists on staying. He's like, I want to help. Isn't it also because it's it's going to be night soon? That's later. When he, Boone actually decides to leave. Okay. Um, so yeah, almost like clockwork. It's a downpour. Locke just summons rain and he just throws his arms up and looks into the heavens like, see, I told you so. <laughs> um, so it is now downpouring. No umbrellas. They're going to get wet. Um, this is when we cut to Jackie. Jack and Kate and Jack hears screaming, like echoey screams. Mm-hmm. They're very faint. Very faint. Almost like they're maybe a mile or two away still, but close enough where you can maybe hear them. Kate hears nothing, evidently. Which, yeah, I'm guessing kind of plays into the whispers a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm starting to wonder, so maybe certain people can hear these whispers and certain people can't, which the whisper gene. my theory kind of goes that, like, uh, Danielle's party was hearing the whispers. Maybe she wasn't at first hearing the mm-hmm. whispers that's why she thought they were all insane yeah she was like they're all going crazy i just pow 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 i gotta kill them <laughs> immediate regret <laughs> and then she hears it and is like oh god oh frick what, i go crazy too what have i done so interesting theory jack is running and running and running and running and Kate's like what are you doing he's like you didn't hear her <laughs> he's like what are you talking about she's like what are you talking about um and then it's wet and rainy and then jack takes tumble number two they're trying to climb a big hill they're using like vines and roots. Oh yeah. And his, I don't know, he like misses a grasp or something. And then bulb, 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 bulb. this fall of Jack part two. And this is when Jack is groggy and he's like laying there, and then he looks up and he sees Ethan standing over him, drenched hair. And he says, "Don't follow me. Stop following us." Because he's gonna. What he threatens. If you keep following us, I'll kill one of them. Mm-hmm. Do you hear me? I will kill one. And Jack's like, I don't fucking care. I'm a doctor. <laughs> fix them. I'll fix them. Snip, snip, snip. Bandage, bandage. Up. They're all better. Uh, and then Kate finds him and she's like, what happened? And he's like, there was a... Ethan was here. Ethan was here. She's like, are you sure? You hit your head. Yeah. You're, you're probably just concussed. He's like, no. And scrambles back up to start following Ethan as he was not supposed to. And then this is when we get our next flashback. Uh... Jack is standing in a hallway of the hospital, and he's looking over, and his dad is consoling the... Talking to someone. Talking to someone. And he asks the nurse, he's like, who's that? It's the husband of the patient who died. The husband of the patient who died. And, and his dad just looks like, that's life, shit out of luck. Yep. Like, not very nicely comforting him. Yeah, c- consoles him, and he does the same thing he does to Jack, the, the hand on the shoulder mm-hmm. thing, and then Jack kind of notices that, almost kind of like a... Am I being manipulated by him? And then, oh, he 100% knows his dad's manipulating him. But he just has it's, feels it's, powerless to him. It's your parent. Yeah. Like, you, you can't just ruin your father's livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nurse also says that the husband's threatening to sue. Mm-hmm. So this is when uh, Jack and his dad have to testify before the hospital board. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that was a, it was a commercial break, and then it comes back, and it's still the same series of flashbacks. They're in, like, a boardroom. Yeah, and his dad is giving his bullshit spiel of, and you know, I, I did the best that I could. And but the patient succumbed to her injuries. The patient succumbed to her injuries. She was already too far gone when we got her in our care. Um, and then this is when one of the board members... Uh, and did you know the patient was pregnant? 
He's yeah, and he's like, yes, we did. She was um, too early in the pregnancy that we had to focus mostly on the mother. Um, and Jack's like, huh? Yeah, excuse me. The fuck did you say? No one told me that. So Jack is sitting there, kind of beside himself, like, huh. I, 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 he, he never said this. This is, this is even worse now. Mm-hmm. Um, and. The board is kind of like, okay, well, if that's all that you have to say, this we're just no- gonna write up or whatever. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna finish the report and then we'll submit it. And then Jack's like, I, I, I gotta to change my statement. Yeah, I gotta change my statement. And his dad's like, no, Jackie boy, Jackie, Jack, Jack, do? Jack, don't, what do you don't, don't do, don't do that, don't, please. Mm-hmm. And Jack tells the truth that his father was inebriated and, or he says incapacitated. Incapacitated. So more than just, he was oh, unable to perform surgery correctly. Yeah. So he said that they he he cut the artery. He didn't get there until it was already too late. Mm-hmm. He was there to like fix his dad's damage. And then that was when uh, they're like, "Okay, well, <laughs> we have to take this into consideration." Uh, goodbye, um, Mr. Jack. Jack said. Oh, and then they also called Jack Doctor Shepherd. Doctor Shepherd. Like Derek. <laughs> I feel like it's like a Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> But this is before Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy, right? Is that where Derek Shepard got his name? Maybe. Maybe they're related. Jack's brother that left the family. Long lost brother. He couldn't deal with dad. Derek's like, we don't talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> he um, went missing on a plane. And he never came back. At least I think. I don't think these people are... You don't know. I'm, I'm not sure, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe there's a happy ending in this. Or maybe they return to civilization and they can't really uh, cope with adjusting back to reality. It was like, all a dream. Well, like, have you ever seen the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks? Yes. Where he, he's been on the island no, for so long. Oh, That's really? Wilson. I have not seen it. Yeah. Oh, it's a heartbreaking it. movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of a similar concept. Um, plane crashes. He's the lone survivor of plane crash. Befriends of volleyball. Yeah, befriends of volleyball. It's a very, very sad story. It was so good. Such a good I movie. I want to see it. I keep meaning to. Oh, we'll have to sometime. Um, what if it ended and it was all a dream? This whole show? Mm-hmm. I beat this. <laughs> it's my least favorite type of ending. Oh, God. That's, Lazy. Yeah. That's like, I couldn't come up with an ending, so it was And then they woke up. <laughs> and they were on the plane still. <laughs> and they all said, land right the fuck now. <laughs> they were landing in LA. <laughs> the end. Um, this is when Charlie is found. Yes. Kate and... And I used my heckin' poker face. Kate and Jack find Charlie. He is hung by some... Some vines. Yeah, like... It almost looks like rope. It was really thick, like, tree foliage. Yeah. Like, like some Tarzan vines. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jack does his best. He's trying to hold him up so that he's not being asphyxiated and... Tells Kate to cut him down. And she's attempting to climb this tree. Which I don't get. She climbs the tree next to him. Mm-hmm. Which is a foot away. She complains. She's like, I can't reach it. Bring him closer. Why don't you just climb the tree he's in? Climb Charlie's tree. He was basically just being hung from a branch. Of a tree. I thought she was climbing the tree that he was... She was climbing the one next to him. Really? And then I... was like, I can't reach. She's like, yeah, you've climbed the wrong tree. <laughs> well, I guess in the, in a moment of like panic, that it's kind of... Just jumped in the first tree she Yeah, saw. she's like, okay, I just gotta get up. That's all she thought. Like, I just need to get up there. And she's using, by Charlie. using the knife that Locke gave her, and she's trying to reach it, and Jack has to pull him closer so that she can hit the knife with the, the vine. Yeah. 
and then they they get him to the ground, and then Jack starts repeatedly uh, performing CPR on him. Correctly and then incorrectly. Yeah, correctly. One, two, three, breathe. One, two, three, breathe. And then... Damn it! Come on! Pounding on the chest, which is... It's a, that's the cinema CPR. That's how you break all the ribs. <laughs> and then Kate's like sobbing and she's telling him, stop, stop, Jack, he's gone, stop. And he keeps pounding. He breaks pounding. for, he takes a break for like a second. I was like, no, 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 yeah, not giving up. And he's like, no, like almost like mirroring the scene earlier where he was doing CPR, but he's not going to listen this time. Damn it. He's not going to lose the patient. He was out for a good long while. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you dropped your pen. <laughs> In shock. You're just sitting there with your mouth, like, half open. You're like... Yeah. Already? Yeah, I was like, Are, this is how he goes? I was a little bit pissed and a little bit, like, taken aback. I was like... like we got some more Charlie, don't worry. You, that's that's good to know. Because Charlie does... It's the Hollywood thing of, like, after several bonks on the chest from Jack, <gasps> gasps and he comes back to... And... Some miracle brought him back. I, I don't I don't know. Because the this, magic of the island. The magic of the island. The island giveth, the island taketh away. He gave his drugs, he gets life. Hmm. That's an interesting theory. Mm, I guess. Be, I mean, if if you're if you're playing by the rules of the island, because Locke was paralyzed from the like the at least the waist down. Technically he gave the drugs for his guitar though, so I don't think he can cash it in twice. I feel like the the guitar was already there. That was like a present from Locke, not from the island. And then that was just Locke being like, hey, here's my little treat for you. Look up. Surprise. So, because that kind of seems like a small, it's it's a personal item. Whereas Locke got his legs back. Well, to a musician. I guess so, yeah. Um, anyway. So, yeah, anyway, they got Charlie back. Uh, <laughs> I wrote in all caps, how the fuck did Charlie survive? Uh, I don't know. Claire is still missing, um, and tr- they bring Charlie back to camp because it's been so long. It's, it's almost not, nighttime. It's almost nighttime, um, and Charlie hasn't said a word. He's just staring. He got a bad bruise. He got a very bad bruise around his neck. Uh, good makeup. That looks. That mm-hmm. very much looks like like rope bruising. How do you know what rope bruising looks like? Hmm? How do you know what rope bruising looks like? I don't know. I mean, it was it's just like a line around his neck. And it, around ropes? It looked like a convincing bruise. Um, just being argumentative. So this is when Jack is trying to get him to talk. He's like, like, come on, Charlie, say something, say anything. And mm-hmm. he's, he finally does speak, and he says that all they wanted was Claire. It was Claire. It was Claire. All they wanted was Claire. And Jack's like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Um, they, not he. They. All they wanted was Claire. Um, Ethan is one person, and from what we know, he uses he, him pronouns. Yep. Ethan so. is not a they. I, I don't think I, I think even Jack probably can tell that like that's uh, Ethan is serving a higher thing a higher being Ethan only serves Ethan <laughs> he's a self-serving Ethan um, this is when Shannon announces that Boone and Locke are still out there they haven't come back yet Kate says I'm sure they just made camp it's fine mm-hmm. if there's anyone your brother is safe with it's Locke they are still following the trail you're right this is when he tells him, it's nightfall, you need to go back. Bo- or, no, Boone decides to go back. Boone decides to go back? Mm-hmm. Until? And he's like, I forget what they're talking about, but um, I have written down, don't you feel it, Boone? What? It. It. John's in love with this island. He is. He's like, I don't want to leave this island, actually. 
So that's when um, Bruno says he's going back, and Locke says, you'll need this more than I do, and tosses him his flashlight. Oh, that's right. He tosses him the flashlight, and then you hear... And Boone doesn't catch it. <laughs> a tink on the ground. More than a tink. Like a thunk. Big thunk. Big onomatopoeia. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, what the hell was that? And John's like, so happy. He's like, we gonna find out. He's like, a mystery. I smell a mystery. Um, so Boone is like, is, could this be a piece of the, the plane? And Locke kind of thinks like, oh, that's... Not this far up. Not, yeah, not this far up. And, and it's buried. It's very buried. There's a whole lot of mud. There's some, like, foliage over it. Mm-hmm. It is some kind of steel. Which a big piece. I'm almost thinking it's like a fucking submarine or something. That came ashore? I, I, I guess. Like, maybe, like, the erosion, like, just kind of washed over this submarine. Maybe the island flooded at some point. Mm-hmm. And now that submarine is a part of the island. Kind of similar to... We don't see a boat wreckage. Well, we haven't seen the whole island. Saeed was charting it. Oh, that's true. And actually, uh, now that I mention it, I think where he was held captive was part of, of the, the boat. boat. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, there was like a, a ladder going up through like a hatch and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that must have been a piece of the boat. Um, and we're going to guess that... I'm, I'm going to guess that this rain is going to wash the beach away. No more signal fire. Yeah, no more signal fire. Everyone has to become team caves. <laughs> yeah, everyone has to come, become well, team... Well, talk about how the shoreline's rising. Or the tide's coming in. Oh, that's right. Sawyer said that to Saeed. So he said that, the, yeah, the signal fire isn't going to last much longer because the tide's coming in. The raid's not going to help with that. Mm-hmm. Not at all. There's um, an interesting theory about what the metal is. So they're trying to find more of the metal. There seems to... It, it is a big plate of metal. Mm-hmm. And that's when Boone and Locke kind of look at each other and go... What the fuck is this? I think we bit off a little more than we can chew. Locke is like, that's fine. <laughs> He's like, I'm up for it. I'm ready for adventure. I got my legs. I'm I'm ready for an adventure. I'm, I'm, got my legs. Got my knives. I am the, the survivor man. Improvise. Adapt. Overcome. <laughs> and that is all the best cowboys have daddy issues. Go find out tonight what that metal is. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Because I know that's the the next episode has to to begin there. Maybe that, it doesn't. You just gotta wait forever. Oh man, <laughs> that would be too much of a cliffhanger. You can't just like give, especially for those people watching week to week mm-hmm. back in two thousand four, oh, two thousand five. Remember when TV was like that? It's still kind of like that. We got you know, WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, and people are upset about it. I yeah, they can nuts to them. They can be upset about it. I like week to week television. It's you were back and forth on that. You were saying that you wanted all of Wanda at one point. Yeah, I think that just is a testament to like the the mystery of the show. Yeah. You're like I want it all at once because we are used to binge culture now. So it's like, oh god, I want it all at once so I can just consume it all and know the story. But when you get it week to week, it's like you're savoring it. You're yeah. just getting little bites of it. Yeah. It's like eating a, a really good dinner, and instead of just shoveling it down, you gotta slowly savor it. You wouldn't know anything about that. No, I don't know anything <laughs> about that. I try. I try to eat slow, but you know. No, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been the Galaxy Couch Podcast. You got any closing statements? Foldable backgammon sets were invented because at some one point, like all fun things, backgammon was banned by the Catholic Church. Wow. Couldn't so, find why. They just did it because they were like, fuck fun. So. So people started creating foldable backgammon sets like the one my mom has so it could blend into a bookshelf. 
Really? Mm-hmm. So basically, if they're like, oh no, the Pope is coming. <laughs> Hide the backgammon. <laughs> Close the game. We'll reset it up later. So do you, do you know when the foldable backgammon was invented or just, just no, as a result of the I Catholic Church so. Yeah, it was because of they fun. wanted to conceal them. Okay, that's I like that. I don't know what links Satan and backgammon, but probably gambling or something. Fun, pleasure, entertainment. It existed for like two, three thousand years before they banned it, and they're like, you know what? That's enough. What What doesn't the Catholic Church hate? Anything fun? I. They I like am... marriage once a month, in or sex once a month in the marriage bed. No, when the husband decides with the marriage sheet. <laughs> the marriage sheet as Mormons <laughs> and some kind of Jewish people. All we know is the Catholic Church is poopy. No one cares about the Catholic Church. If you're a Catholic and a listener, I'm not sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it cosmic, everyone. <laughs>